Hey, this is Jenya Panova, and welcome to the podcast. It is Monday, and I'm so pumped, so pumped to share with you what are you working on this week. I am in my whole office today. I have a day off from my day job, so all my attention is directed to my business, my favorite kind of days. I am... I'm actually writing a letter to a woman who is just like me. So tell me if it's you. A woman who works full time and is dying inside when she realizes that she is trading her time for money. She has the job she has because either she went into the field for college or it's just a good pay and she's going in there daily to get paid to do the work that doesn't necessarily sets her soul on fire, doesn't necessarily fire her up, it doesn't feel like it's 100% fulfilling, but the pay is good, there is financial security, there is stability. And every time she gets an idea of wanting to do something more, wanting to start a business, be a boss of her own, because she has in the past, maybe dabbled with some freelancing, or maybe she um, has done some direct marketing, you know, like MLM stuff, and she got a feel of what it is like to work for yourself, to be your own boss. But the hang-up, her hang-up, your hang-up is that you do not want to risk what you have to go to the next level. Such a close story to my heart. When I started my online business over five years ago, I jumped in both feet because I was so passionate, so excited about doing something for myself, helping others, getting paid for it, living my purpose, figuring out what it is. And while I was still working a day job, and yes, I went in with an MLM. I, you know, basically became a consultant. Uh, rep for one of the fitness companies and so forever grateful and I shared that before in some version so grateful to the MLM business model because it taught me what it feels like to be an entrepreneur it taught me what it feels like to have control of your income to have control of people you work with and it helped me to start figuring out what it feels like to be a business owner because listen I come from a family of uh, a couple who went to work, you know, did their thing, collected a paycheck, um, complained about their bosses, complained about not enough this and that and the other thing. And that's the model that was a norm for me. So stepping into the business world was completely foreign. But I fell in love with it. But here's the thing. I remember knocking on doors, figured if we're speaking, right? reaching out to friends and family and making some awkward new friends online and like offering what I had to sell, camouflaging that all under not really selling because, you know, in the MLM world, oh, you're not selling, you're sharing, which is totally true, but it's not that you're not selling. You have to be okay with selling. You just have to understand that sale is an exchange of value. You provide value that surpasses the financial cost that you have attached to it. If I say, hey, this is how much value I can offer, and you go, oh my gosh, I so need it. How much do you want for it? 
yes, the value that I'm going to give you is worth more to you than the price you're paying, the price you're willing to pay. That's the value exchange, money for value. So once you become okay with that, once you realize that it's just an exchange and it's either value or money and it's just a tool, things become flowing a lot easier. Anyway, that was just one of the things I learned for myself. But this is what I kept getting, you know, hitting against, the wall that I kept on hitting. The time I was investing into building my MLM was, and the pay that I was getting in exchange for it, surpassed that same ratio in my day job. What do I mean? So let's say you work 40 hours a week and you get paid 25 bucks an hour, right? Good wage, very good wage. Um, so if you go, so one hour, 25 bucks, right? Let's say you start a business in MLM and you go hours and hours and hours. You're talking to people, you're friending people, you're doing all the things you were told to do. And you sell four things in a month, right? And it's 25 bucks a sale, you know, your percentage. So you made $100. You look back and you're like, holy stuff. I would make that much. I do make that much in less than a day. Well, is it really worth that? And yes, you have to realize that whatever business you start, MLM, your own, no matter what it is, you're going to put more hours up front. And anybody who tells you you won't is just straight up lying. But eventually I realized that I only have so much free time outside of my 40-hour job and I'm not financially ready or mentally prepared to step away from that steady, consistent, good income to risk it, to risk that in a business sense, especially when it was an MLM. So listen, nothing against the business model because it's a perfect introduction to entrepreneurship, but you are still a salesperson for another company. No matter how much you love the product, no matter how much you're behind the um, the mission and the direction and the industry your MLM company is in, and no matter how much you love the recognition and reward structure they have, it is still a compensation plan where you only collect a fraction and somebody else gets the rest of the income which is a safe way to go because you don't have much to lose. But what if, like myself, you eventually get to the point where you say, well, darn it, when is it going to scale? I'm just peddling somebody else's stuff. And again, if you've been on MLM for five seconds, you know that there are two ways to make money, either a commission from selling the product or a team volume, some sort of a bonus from growing your team, meaning you are enrolling other people, other salespeople, other consultants into your team, and the company compensates you for it. So that's a whole different game. Now you have to not only be a good salesperson, you have to be a good recruiter, you have to be a leader, and the speed of the leader is the speed of the pack, meaning your consultants are only going to be as good as you are. Unless you recruit some anomaly who takes off completely and surpasses you, which you're going to benefit from volume. And if you're like, Jenya, what's up with this all of this MLM talk? But that's what I eventually came to realize. And no matter how, you know, connected you are to the MLM structure, you've been either yourself recruited to buy oils or shakes or a workout program or some wrap or wine. Uh 
you know, some uh, kitchen utensils or Tupperware, or maybe you've enrolled yourself to do that, or you know a friend who does. Like, we've all been exposed, either personally involved or have friends who are into it. And you have this excitement, you see the opportunity, you get fired up, but eventually you start to learn and see how it works. And it's not as easy as it sounds, because of course, if it was that easy, everybody would do it. And then you also eventually realize it's like, I love the idea of working for myself, but here still feels like a job, right? So you get to that point. And if you are anything like me, you feel slightly misaligned with the concept of being compared to another consultant, being um, labeled as, you know, oh, that person that keeps knocking and talking to friends and having this random conversation, no matter how authentic you make it, there is always this level of you do something as somebody else because you're just duplicating a success model of another person in the same organization. So what happened to me, eventually I started to branch out because Listen, it was a fitness uh, company. I had a ton of experience. I was an instructor, yoga instructor, TRX instructor, group X. Um, I was a personal trainer. I worked at the gym. So I had a ton of experience in that area. I was deeply interested in nutrition. So I had the knowledge and expertise to share with people outside of what the company offered in their product line. And people, and don't miss this. People want to work with you if they come to you. They can go buy that product anywhere else. So you want to be approachable. You want to be likable by all means. But eventually what started to happen, people would say, hey, I don't want to buy that shake. I don't want to do this. I just want you. I want your energy. I want your support. I want your knowledge. Being in business also drew me to dive in so deep into personal growth and personal development. And I became a source of inspiration, a source of uh, knowledge, a thought leader when it came to breaking through your fears, realizing your limited beliefs, building consistency, getting better with your time management, talking to yourself in a more positive, affirmative way. And you can take it out of fitness um, industry and take it, plug it into any area of your life. So people started coming to me for that. Then I decided I wanted, I knew from my marketing background, that's my education, I knew that there had to be a better way than trading my time for that commission sale once in a while. It's like, well, if I can go to my job and make make times of what I'm going to collect and commissions from that sale, but I was not able to charge for my expertise because, you know, the company model does not allow for that. Eventually, I came to the spot where I was like, hold on. A, there is either going to be a better way to market and instead of knocking on other people's door, attract people who want what I have to offer and B, have more than the company has to offer in their product line. Have my skill, have my authority, have my expertise to give to my potential clients so I can serve them on the next level. You following me there? At this point, I'm realizing, yeah, I always have more to learn. So I started investing into coaches. I started to learn online marketing. You know, I went to college 10 years ago, so things have changed in online marketing space since then. Foundation was solid. Yeah, the uh, principles improved, but the tools are now different. 
I started learning and studying, started paying for uh, certain tools to automate those things. And then I realized, hold on, now that I took my investment into my business to another level, but I'm still collecting that 25% commission, and I'm still feeling like I'm not, I, I'm not able to charge for my expertise. One day I was like, okay, this is just not working. I have certain value to bring to my potential customers and my existing clients, and I have a toolkit of technical terms, you know, the um, technology side of it, the automation side of it. I know it. I've mastered it. Let me form what I have to offer into my own thing and bring it online so people can come to me if they have a need for what I have to offer. And I know that there are people that have a need because I've done the back work to figure that stuff out. (sighs) I'm passionate about this stuff. So eventually I went online. I started my own company. I opened an LLC. I created my own brand. I started speaking louder about things I believed in, things I had to teach, things I had to share. And the movement started to form. So today I'm writing this letter to the woman who might be in the same spot, who might have have dabbled with a freelance, as I said, or maybe that MLM gig, and she loves the concept of working for herself, but she's not willing to just take off and walk away from her day job. She wants that security. Those stories of rags to riches, it's like you're listening to this and you're like, it's just not me. I'm not at the rock bottom. I have things to lose. I'm not willing to put it all on the line. So I'm here to tell you, you don't have to. Yes, I spent two years researching, learning, investing in softwares and coaches and programs. Yes, I've invested time and a ton of money. But I'm here on the other side of this learning curve now to tell you, you can, while working a full-time job, build a real online service-based business if it is what you desire. You don't have to throw it all in and walk away, risking it because it's all or nothing. And yes, you hear people who say, you know, you make it work when you have no plan B and when you have everything on the line. But why put that pressure on yourself? Why not keep that back up? Because you earned it. You've worked for it. You have it. You don't have to worry about the ridicule of people who are like, oh, yeah, she's going all in. See how long that lasts. No, forget that. Let me show you the proven system step by step that I've extracted from everything I learned, everything I invested in in the past couple of years. Let me give you the extracted version of what it is you need and what it is you don't need when turning your passion, your hobby, your side gig into a real online, respectable, profitable, service-based business. This is what I'm working on today. <sighs> How's your Monday? Can you hear this? Can you hear this passion in my voice? I'm so, so strongly uh, behind the concept of going after what you want, figuring out how to do it. Because if you have that pull, that desire in your heart, that's your evidence you're made for it. That's your evidence you're made for it. So stop shoving it down. Stop pretending what you have is enough. 
If you want more, you get to have more. Listen for guidance, look for resources, ask for direction, take action. So if this Monday you're dragging butt, going to work, hating on your boss or on your customer or on the desk where you're looking at the ceiling in the office and thinking, holy shazam, is it all I got laid out for me? Do I have to do this for the rest of my life? It doesn't have to be. And you don't have to throw in the, you know, the towel and just walk away. No. Be smart about it. Get clear on what you want. Find some guidance. Find some resources. Dig in. Dig in. There is no better time than the time we currently live in when the online space is the marketplace. When you have access to billions of people. So don't tell me you cannot find a handful of clients and customers who you can serve and who would be willing to pay for your expertise. So figure out what your expertise is, get honest with yourself what do you want, and get to work.